0: Number three of the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. This is the program where each week we talk about the news of the week, the events of our often bizarre lives, and where we provide you with a three-hour oasis of rationality in the desert of insanity, which is the American cultural and political landscape. Still to come in this final hour of the program, since the epic five-part ABC ESPN OJ Simpson miniseries ...finished last night with a rather in-depth analysis of an episode that this, uh, well, not this show, because this show didn't exist at the time, but Leah Brandon and I were tangentially involved with, which led to O.J. Simpson going to prison in the state of Nevada... Uh, we will, for the first time in the history of this program, play the audio of a key event in uh, <laughs> in that series of dominoes that fell, leading to O.J. going to prison, so you will not want to miss that.
1: You uh, had no idea I still had that, did you? I did you? not,
0: so I figured there's no other chance we're ever going to, in likelihood, that we're ever going to have a chance to play that, so we'll do that Tonight, And I think people will very much uh, enjoy that Get on a, th-
1: kick out, a, <laughs> a number of levels.
0: But before that, uh, we got to play an- another clip of audio, uh, mm-hmm. which relates to an issue that uh, I have obviously been very passionate about. And frankly, I think I've been very pa- uh, prescient, very much ahead of the game on. I called it <laughs> from basically August of last year. Y- you can check it out at either com or freespeechbroadcasting.com. I've written a series of articles ...about how the conservative media was going to sell its soul to facilitate the nomination of Donald Trump as the Republican nominee. And it wasn't just going to be Donald Trump, but the conservative media was going to have the most influence. All of the news media has been been proven time and time again with numerous studies and anecdotal and direct evidence basically decided that they were going to drop all pretense of journalistic standards because Trump was good for business. He was good for their agenda, but he was also good for their business. And there have been some indications that Trump may have been given as much as two billion dollars, billion with a a billion dollars in free advertising through live media appearances. Well, this week on MSNBC, the liberal television network. Joe Scarborough, the pretend conservative, who used to be a real conservative but then it turned into a fake conservative to keep his gig in the morning show there, uh, Morning Joe on MSNBC. He interviewed former presidential candidate John Kasich about this and asked him a question that I think he probably regrets asking, which was basically, how did Trump happen and Kasich uh, really knocked it out of the park in his response. How did Trump happen? You know, Jeb announced a year ago today, well, I'll tell everybody way, the, the media gave him $2 billion worth of free press. I mean, I could be having a press conference and they'd have an empty podium with Trump speaking there. I mean, look, you guys have a lot of responsibility for this. You know it, too. You all know it. You know, it, it, you know one guy, one famous network executive said, well, you know, Trump may not be good for the country, but he's good for our ratings and we make more money. It's see, I think the elites have let us down in a lot of places, and I think you know, two billion dollars worth of free press, you couldn't get enough yeah, of. Yeah, was there? Was there? Right? Was there ever a time though where you said you wanted to be on our show where we didn't let I'm you be on our show? I'm not talking about you, Joe. I'm talking about no, the conversation. but You were the, great. The thing about Trump was though, he'd just pick up the phone and call. You could attack him. He'd pick up the phone and call. We actually at one point had an offer out to everybody. Pick up the phone. Call us. We'll take your calls. Trump Trump knew how to play the press. Well, but look, Joe, you guys covered him from, look, it was all ratings. Come on. Who's kidding who? Right. I mean, Kasich is right. And in fact, he was too easy on Joe Scarborough. I can't stand how he was easy on him. Uh, And here's why he's easy on him. First of all, Scarborough slobbered all over Trump. There was audio released of conversations with, with between Trump and Scarborough and his co-host Mika Brzezinski uh, that went viral on the internet because it was so That's disgusting right. how they were slobbering all over him. The other thing, that is a completely bogus point about well, did you did we ever refuse to take your call? Here's why it's bogus. Because Kasich is smart enough to know I can't call in all the time because I got to pick my spots because if I keep calling, they're going to say, no, thank you. Trump didn't have that restriction. Trump could call in whenever he wanted because it was good for ratings. And as Kasich said, with him, it's not. And that's just the reality because Kasich isn't a celebrity. Kasich isn't known. Kasich isn't entertaining. It's not because, you know, somehow Trump would have been a better president or even a better nominee than John Kasich, with whom I have a lot of problems. Uh, but he, but he, was, I he would at least have a shot to win, which I don't think Trump really realistically does. Let me say one other thing about Trump's ratings. And this is really important. And I've never truly, I don't think, delved into this. And I want to get your opinion on it, Leah. I have evolved in my theory about the Trump ratings phenomenon a little bit. And, and here's how I've evolved. I don't even believe that the Trump ratings were indicative of Trump having this massive silent majority hidden following that's going to come out of the woodwork to vote for him, either in a primary or in a general election. There was a tiny bit of that. But mostly, I think a lot of the ratings was kind of like the car chase ratings. Oh, yes,
1: it's entertainment.
0: Well, no, it's it's worse than that. It's like you want to see the crash You you can't believe that they're doing this. You can't believe they're airing this. You can't believe this is happening. It's like watching a car crash. You're seeing the Titanic sink. You can't keep your eyes off of it. It's not because you're supporting it. You see the difference? Right. I don't believe. and, and, And the proof of this, the proof of this is what happened the moment he won the nomination and that Megyn Kelly special happened? The ratings went away. They did. Because he had won. We the, the crash was over. We had we had seen it. We weren't we couldn't believe this car was going to crash into the wall on purpose, but once it did and we saw the carnage and there was no saving it, we turned away. At least most of us did, cuz there're only like 4.7 million people that watched that thing with enormous promotion on an on not Fox News channel on the Fox network. And it got crap ratings, like half of what people expected. So even when it comes to the ratings that Trump has brought, I think he's a bit of a fraud. Because I don't think those ratings necessarily translate into votes. And the polling is showing it. The polling is showing he is nearly dead in the water. I mean, I'm not going to completely call this over right now because crazy things can happen. But if there was the, if the election was held today or tomorrow, there is zero, zero. Let me emphasize, zero chance, zero chance that Donald Trump would beat Hillary Clinton. So you're That's telling right. me there's a chance? No, no, no. no. no there's there's no zero, 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 zero. That, that is not even within any realm of doubt. There is zero chance. So something major has to happen to change that, and I don't even know what the hell that is. Yeah, right.
1: but, you know, it's like you always say about the the momentum. Okay, he's got momentum now the other way right. with everyone deserting him, uh, saying that they're not going to the convention, all of these sponsors pulling out. What happened in Florida with the PGA, every single television station slamming him It is just going to get louder and louder. It's like a drumbeat.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Tom Brady is going to speak at that convention. No, he's
1: not showing up. Oh, really?
0: That's a shocker. You mean even Tom Brady thinks he's toxic? Well, you know, Kurt Schilling will be there for sure. Well. I'm sure ESPN will carry it live. Oh, wait a minute. They've determined that he no longer exists. I mean, he, he. I just don't see the scenario, folks. I just don't. I really don't. I mean, um, but we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I'm sure we will next week with our weekly look at the race for the White House 2016. When we come back, we got to talk about the end of the OJ epic miniseries documentary on The John and Leah Show. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using my pillow. You may have seen my pillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, my pillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love my pillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one my pillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. There are certain stories that, um, when I get involved, I, I get really, really involved. Um, that's a, a dramatic, <laughs> understatement. dramatic understatement.
1: It's obsession, is what it is. Let's face it, it's obsession. See, you I don't, easily become obsessed. Oh, no. I don't feel you're like obsessed. it's obsession.
0: I really don't. Yeah, it is. I just feel it is. like – no, no, no. I, no, he, I think you're misunderstanding. I really do. I understand why you think it's obsession. To me, I don't quit until the game is over. All right? So That's an obsession. No, 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 no. That just means I'm, I don't quit. I mean, <laughs> so – Okay. I mean, so, so look, it was, without getting – we're getting sidetracked here – But that's okay. Um, The reason I'm referencing that particular attribute of of my personality, whether it's me being autistic or or obsessive or somewhere (laughs) in between, um, (laughs) one of those stories is the O.J. Simpson case. Yeah. And um, we've mentioned from time to time that we played, when I say we, Lee and I played a small but significant role in why O.J. Simpson is in prison. The reason I'm mentioning this now is, that last night was the end of a five-part epic ABC ESPN highly acclaimed documentary about O.J. Simpson's entire life called O.J. Made in America. And we're going to, for the first time, although we're not going to be able to do it in this segment, and I promise I'm, I'm not trying to play this for, for ratings or whatever, but we're just, we just don't have time because it's a very long clip. So we're not going to be able to play it in this segment, but in the next segment we're going to play a clip of audio uh, from one of the key events that was a major domino in how it is that OJ ended up in prison in Nevada, which was uh, the subject, or at least partially the subject of last night's finale of the five-part documentary. Now, I know that you watch part one, but you, you're sick of the whole OJ thing. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Let me just say a couple words about the documentary in general, though. I mean... I've never seen a documentary that had more resources at its disposal than this one. Uh, Extraordinary video, extraordinary uh, photographs. Uh, They interviewed almost, not quite, almost everybody I would have liked to have heard interview. Some of the highlights or lowlights, they interviewed two of the jurors. And wow, um, both of them happened to be black females. There were eight black females on O.J.'s criminal jury. Mm -hmm. And... The one black female, number nine, I believe she was, who's a much older lady now. Wow. I mean, I'm talking about if she had an 85 IQ, I would be shocked. She actually said proudly that the reason why she voted to acquit was they had been on the trial too long. They had been sequestered too long. They wanted to go home. Yes. So that's why they didn't deliberate. That's why they voted to acquit. Uh And she was proud of it. Proud of it. The other woman who was much more intelligent but also voted to acquit, even though it's obvious she knew O.J. was guilty, was because she clearly, clearly felt as if she was supposed to be judging a talent show. Like, which side put on the better show? Well, I mean— it kind of
1: did get out of control. So if you're not that smart, you might be going this, down that path. This
0: woman seemed pretty smart, but I think subconsciously she just started to think that she was supposed to be judging a talent show and or you know or, you know a reality show and which side put on the better production. I mean that's that's how insane the whole thing got. And she voted to acquit, even though I'm positive, positive that she knew that O.J. Simpson was guilty. The other element of this that I want to point out, because it vindicates one of my theories. You probably don't remember this, Leah, but very early on when we were on KFI in Los Angeles, one Mm -hmm. night I went off on Marcus Allen, the uh, former Los Angeles Raiders running back, former USC running back, because I have always felt, always felt that Marcus Allen was really the motivation for why O.J. killed Nicole, because Marcus Allen was clearly having an affair with Nicole. Well, this documentary... I presume was going to be afraid of that. They were not. They dove in headfirst, and (laughs) they basically proved that I'm right, that Marcus Allen was having an affair, that it drove O.J. crazy, and that Marcus even lied under oath in the civil case in denying his affair with Nicole Brown Simpson. But I have always felt that that's the only scenario that made any damn sense, that O.J. was so jealous of the guy who was the younger, newer model of O.J., that that's why he ends up killing Nicole and, and Ron Goldman, unfortunately, is collateral damage. Now, when we come back, we will play for use of audio that I guarantee you're going to find to be hilarious. That actually has some significance and it actually relates to last night's finale of that O.J. Simpson documentary. So stay tuned to The John and Leah Show right here on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor folks and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using My Pillow. You may have seen My Pillow's owner, Mike Lindell on their TV commercials. Well, My Pillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love My Pillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one my pillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And last night was the finale to the five-part epic documentary series on ABC ESPN of the life of O.J. Simpson. The reason why uh, this is interesting to us is that part five, the finale, dealt in large part with why O.J. Simpson is currently in prison in Nevada. And that revolves around an extremely bizarre and complex (laughs) situation that occurred in Las Vegas several years ago that resulted in O.J. Simpson being convicted of several major charges. And I'll be the first to admit, Leah Brandon, because I am nothing else but objective, as I always (laughs) claim to be. I'm the most objective person in the world, and damn it, no one can convince me otherwise. Uh, I I believe that O.J. Simpson got a raw deal uh in what happened in Nevada not that he didn't commit a crime he did but there was no question in my mind that the judge was punishing him for having killed Nicole and Ron karma baby and I was fine with that I'm sorry Me too. I'm, I'm s- fine with it hey
1: if they're fine with letting him go I'm fine with locking him up now, this
0: is this, there's certain you know I'm usually a precedent guy I hate mm-hmm. bad precedents there are very very Unique And unique is an overused word, but sometimes there are unique circumstances where you just got to go, I'm fine with that. Yeah. This is the unique circumstance. This was a one in a billion that's not going to set any real precedent. And so he made a huge mistake, and he got hosed by the judge, and he may or may not get out next year. But, but what people don't understand about why that situation happened couple things. Number one, it's because the Goldmans wouldn't let up. And we were both close with Kim Goldman. I dated her. She came to my wedding. You sat next to her at the wedding. We've had her on many oh, yeah. times. Love well, her. I, I, I actually uh, uh, warned her not to watch episode number four, which she has not yet done because the photos are so unbelievably graphic of her brother getting slaughtered uh, by O.J. Simpson. Um. And, and but she's hanging in there, you know, despite all the insanity that's been the last 22 years. But but here's here's the deal. So the Goldmans don't give up. Because the Goldmans don't give up, OJ is forced to do a lot of things he didn't want to do. One of the things he didn't want to do was to have to go underground to sell his memorabilia. Now his memorabilia sales, people don't know this. The documentary goes into great detail basically funded his defense during the trial. He was signing crap from prison or jail and selling it, and that was funding his defense. He signed like $3 million worth of stuff while awaiting trial for double murder. So because he had to go underground, this was inconvenient for him. It was also, it forced him to deal with the dregs of humanity. And when I say the dregs of humanity, I'm talking about the dregs of the dregs. Of humanity. And Leah Brandon and I played a role in that. because
1: We're the dregs of humanity. Well, no.
0: no, we're, no. <laughs> we're the ones that forced even the dregs of humanity to go underground. Because because he tried on a couple of different occasions to do public memorabilia signing sessions in Los Angeles. And we would have none of it. We, right. sh- we shut one of them down cold before it ever in happened. In Burbank. In Burbank. Because it just so happened, as fate would have it. O.J. Simpson scheduled his first, first, to my knowledge, nationwide, but certainly in Los Angeles, public autograph signing, literally a driver and a wedge for my apartment. There was no way I was going to let that happen. None. And we bet the guy who was promoting it, a guy by the name of Alfred Beardsley. We bet him on the air. That was not going to happen. I won the bet. I gave the check to Fred Goldman, although it was... For less money than I believe Alfred Beardsley uh, bet me for, but whatever. Uh, you know, Fred Goldman at least was able to cast a check directly related to this whole thing.
1: and Yeah, and that was the only check well, he had ever gotten directly related
0: to this. I believe at the time it was. I can't guarantee that, but I believe that it was. Anyway, incredibly long story short, because of that episode, the other guy who was helping promote this, a guy by the name of Thomas Riccio, who is the scum of the scum of the scum of the earth, He and Beardsley now hate each other's guts and they do not trust each other because they thought that the other one screwed the other because we were able to cancel that autograph session. So Riccio decides to be done with Beardsley, who's an O.J. Simpson fanatic and a nut job, and he does his own deal in Northridge at a (laughs) horror film convention. Not making this up. So he gets O.J. Simpson to show up at a horror film convention. And we have... All the guys organizing this, including Thomas Riccio, on our air, promising us that we would have access to the whole place. Well, we got double-crossed. Uh, we, we show up, and there's police everywhere, LAPD, yeah. and oddly Which, enough, oddly enough, they're not unhappy to see us. And I'll never forget the first thing one of the LAPD said to us was, <laughs> when, we, when we asked whether the killer had shown up yet, they said no, but they had been able to plant a bloody glove. <laughs> At that point, I knew we were in good hands. We were good. we good to go. We, we, we were basically being given permission to do whatever the hell we wanted to do by the LAPD. Gee, I wonder why. So, long story short, I knew we needed to make a ruckus here. I I wanted to make sure that no one wanted to duplicate this because we needed to keep the pressure on. If he was able to breathe, he wasn't going to make a uh, he wasn't going to fumble. Because that's what happened in Las Vegas. It was a fumble. And O.J. fumbled at the wrong time and got the wrong judge. And he got screwed and fantastic. Well, here is a compilation of the audio of what happens at that horror film convention in Northridge, California, where O.J. shows up to do autographs. And um, you can just listen to it for yourself. Is this a pretty good – is that enough setup, Leah? For the, Yeah, for it's the-
1: pretty good. OJ is going up a set of stairs. At the top of the stairs is where John Ziegler tries to follow him and gets blocked oh, oh, by yes. security. Oh,
0: by the way, yeah, it is, it just so and when you're hearing this – At a certain point, I'm trying to go underneath the legs of, like, 300-pound security goons to get to O.J., and eventually what I'm doing is I'm blocking his path so he cannot get to where he needs to go to sign autographs. We would later find out the whole time he's, like, 15 feet behind me, behind the door, but that's a whole other story. But here is that audio from several years ago. O.J., why'd you leave early yesterday? Well, we weren't working yesterday. You weren't working yesterday? (laughs) Nope. What does that mean, O.J.? That means we weren't working this now, just here to see the business me. I see. You weren't signing autographs Excuse yesterday? Sir, oh. Get off me. Excuse me. Right. me. I'm with Stay back. All right? Just chill out. I'm fine. So what's different today, O.J.? You're not going to wimp out today? O.J., are you going to get scared today of questions? About why you murdered Nicole and Ron? Huh? Is that what's going to scare you, O.J.? You're, You're not going in. You're not going in. You told me I could. I didn't tell you you could do anything. You, this is locked. This is locked. Go back down. down. Mm. And oh. <laughs> I'm a customer here. Hey, you cannot get past here. You I am a customer here. Doesn't, no. You cannot get past here. man. Oh, Ziegler, stop, Ziegler. Ziegler. <laughs> I am a customer here. Yes. I have a pass. Calm Let down. me go where I'm allowed Calm. to go. Calm down. No media is allowed inside. There he is. Gosh. Period. Yeah. Come Come on, let, him him, let him go. Touch him. Let him go. Let him go. Let him He's not going him. anywhere. On what? Dude, on what grounds? Anywhere. I'm a customer here. You're not allowing customers yeah. to get Trump. full access to your event. Is that the story? Is that, was, that the official that not story? That's the story. Well, that's the story. Because I want to go where I'm allowed Because you're to go? pushing people around. I'm not pushing anybody. It's not blocking my way. I'm allowed to go wherever I want to go. I'm a customer here. So you're blocking a your customer because they have a microphone. On what grounds? That was not what I was told with the rules. Right. We were also told you weren't going to badger people either, John. That's. <laughs> I asked a simple question about why you'd want an autograph from a murderer. That's is badgering. This, sorry, what, is you doing this for ratings, John? I'm doing this, is for, this for the show truth. Not bad that you need ratings now, John. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. So what exactly is the reason I'm not allowed? Because I have a microphone? You no, know, because you're badgering people, John. I. Because I'm badgering. Because yeah, you're, you're a little upset here. You should go downstairs hey. and take a walk. Hey, Yeah, he could come by. John. The questions he's
1: asking.
0: John. John. True
1: questions that he's asking. That's okay. But I'm telling you, if he he puts his hands on me, he shall not put his hands on me.
0: Don't don't take (laughs) your hands on me. I'm not on you. you. How about about him? Uh, It's great. John Ziegler stopped by to say hi.
1: I'm a customer. I'm
0: being blocked. I'm the customer who's being blocked. I'm the customer who's being blocked to getting access. You can't walk the I am a customer who's being blocked. I'd be happy to stop I'd be happy I'd be happy to move if you let me through. hey, hey, hey. Just calm down, just calm down. I'm standing, trying to get through to where I'm allowed to go. I need ratings. Yeah, help me. Help me, please. I don't know. He's trying to be the new running back for the Bills. Back up a second. No, just... Well, you guys smell. All right, that's a great one, John. Did you write that yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I loved you screaming in the background there, Leah. That was Oh yeah, because but
1: look, I had no idea you were gonna you were gonna do this. And then I was in shock and then I started getting mad.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciated the support as I was dripping sweat running into these <laughs> Stop these 300 pounds go. my
1: way. Well,
0: they really did smell. and by the by the way, one of the voices you heard there was, in fact, Thomas Riccio who was basically the star of last night's documentary. And he was the guy who basically ratted out OJ in Las Vegas. And the reason why this was all key is that because it's, it's ironic that Riccio was pissed off because we were recording his customers, asking them why they would want an autograph from a, of a double (laughs) murderer because Riccio is the one who tape recorded what happened in Vegas when he and He basically fools Alfred Beardsley, the first guy that we shut down. He fools Alfred Beardsley into thinking that they're meeting an O.J. Simpson memorabilia buyer. Well, that buyer turns out to be O.J., thinking he's getting his stuff back from Alfred Beardsley. Well, Riccio is recording it, ironically, given the fact that he was pissed off for us recording people, (laughs) um, because of what happened with us disrupting the original event between Riccio and Beardsley. He doesn't trust Beardsley. He starts recording everything, all his interactions with Beardsley. That's the whole reason why he's recording it. That recording is why O.J. Simpson is in prison now. Without that recording, there's no case. There's none. And without Riccio ratting him out, O.J.'s still playing golf. So the moral of this whole story is that you can never let up the pressure. Scum under pressure. I mean, there's an entire TV show, Cops, that's basically what happens when white trash is put under pressure. Hilarity ensues. Well, this is basically what happens. OJ, because he's forced to go underground and live this bizarre life. He's doing drugs. He's womanizing. He's hanging out with the scum of the earth. He has to go underground. He can't get the money directly because the Goldman's will get it. He's dealing with all these very, very, very low-class people and eventually he got screwed and i was thrilled by it and that what you just heard there is a small domino in all in that entire sequence of events which was highlighted last night in the finale of the OJ Simpson uh, documentary so uh, that's our that, that to me is the greatest thing we've ever done <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, th- yeah, and Extra was outside, and they aired yes. the story and, about this going and on. And there was
0: never another public O.J. Simpson memorabilia signing that I'm aware of. And, nope. and that was why he had to do what he did in Las Vegas. It's all very directly connected the nut job, Alfred Beardsley, who's at the heart of this case, who who ESPN did not interview, which I'm fascinated to find out why they didn't. Because who knows? They might not even be able to find him. Who knows if he's even still alive? I mean, this guy yeah. was crazy, uh, but he's the first one that will always tell. Ta- he always says, John, without you guys, this never would have happened. The whole thing never would have happened. I'm always thinking, well, <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> well, the, the the result was definitely a good thing because um, this was a classic situation where because you don't give up, eventually you're going to catch a break or or a break in reverse, which is why OJ is in prison, at least till next year. All right, we'll wrap things up on the final segment of the John Zickler show when we come back. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor folks and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using My Pillow. You may have seen My Pillow's owner Mike Lindell on their TV commercials. Well, My Pillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love My Pillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one my pillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. This is the final segment of this edition of the John and Leah show tomorrow morning, Monday morning. You can check out the podcast for this entire program at freespeechbroadcasting.com. All the podcasts from the last uh, 10 months or so of the John and Leah show can be found. Uh, both via SoundCloud and iTunes at freespeechbroadcasting.com. One other note, since I've been mentioning ESPN and the O.J. Simpson documentary, which uh, ended last night, Leah, I am obviously not a fan of ESPN. I think ESPN has become an embarrassment with some exceptions. And I'll say that the O.J. documentary was Overall, extraordinarily well done. But it's not really done by ESPN. They outsource That's that. Right. Uh, it's like the 30 for 30. Right. It's part of the 30 for 30, but this was a special version of that. But ESPN out of Bristol, Connecticut, has basically become MSNBC for sports. And we have another example of that that might be, in some ways, the most egregious of dozens that I could cite for you. We've talked before about what they did to Kurt Schilling, over the uh, whole transgender bathroom issue, basically erasing him from his existence, not just firing him, <laughs> yeah. but erasing him from a documentary about the World Series where he was a star. That We now have a situation where it was learned last night that the ESPYs, which is basically their Academy Awards, although you know, obviously not nearly as prestigious, but in the sports world, it's a big deal, they give out awards every year called the ESPYs here in Los Angeles and they have announced apparently or it's broken news that one of the award winners at this year's ESPYs is going to be the entire Missouri Tiger football team the University of Missouri Tiger football team <laughs> because they went on strike or threatened to to by the way they didn't actually ever go on strike they simply no they didn't threatened to go on strike in order to protest Alleged racial discrimination that never happened. That never happened. (laughs) What kind of world are we living in? It's bizarro. It's just flat out ridiculous. I mean, you can, this is an onion story. This is a flat out onion parody story. Let's review. This was the story where, remember, we had the poop swastika, which when when we finally saw a picture of it was obviously literal bullcrap i mean i mean there was nothing first of all it's a swastika it's not you know there's nothing directly racist about that i mean that's a that's That's right that's a jewish issue not a black issue but also if you saw it i mean just looked if you just looked at it you went Huh? That's some d- who
1: saw a swastika in that
0: poop. <laughs> yeah, that was basically a drunk guy smearing poop on the wall. That was basically what that was in a, in a college dorm. Uh, you had a whole series of other episodes that were totally fraudulent. You had a guy who went on a hunger strike, even though you know claiming he was the victim of racism, even though his father's a multi-multi-multi millionaire, and he was the one that really facilitated the whole thing. Bizarrely. I remember seeing the athletic director from the University of Missouri very solemnly saying oh, they, it was sick. they had to go along with the strike because a man's life, his life was in danger. I'm like, it give him not. a cheeseburger, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> He'd only been on hunger strike for a few days. And like I said, they were, they were protesting nothing, these special snowflakes of this uh, incredibly spoiled generation. And so here we go. They're gonna give an award. They're gonna literally award a team that sucked, that went five and seven, didn't even strike, threatened to strike over things that did not happen, causing innocent people to get fired, and you know the head of the university. And setting
1: off a nationwide uh, pattern of this.
0: Yes, exactly right. And, and, And holy bad precedent, Batman. I mean, you don't think? They, they, now that they've been rewarded, that some other team isn't going to do the same thing in the Thank future? Thank you.
1: Exactly. I, I mean,
0: and by, so what is to prevent a team, especially if they're sucking, right? They're not going anywhere. So I guarantee you this is going to happen again. Where and, and because now every activist group knows that, This is the game plan. Go Mm -hmm. to your football team or your basketball team. Uh, You know, you you got a majority blacks there. If you got some racial claim you want to make, whether it's legitimate or not, get the basketball team or the football team to threaten to strike. ESPN will back you to the hilt, and you will get what you want done. And oh my God, I mean, last year,
1: it's, it's just insane. Last
0: year, they gave the Courage Award to Caitlyn Jenner. I thought yep. nothing could be worse than that. By the way, I have to, as a quick aside, totally true story. My wife and my four year old daughter are watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner comes on the screen. We've never spoken to my daughter Grace about the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. She knows nothing about transgenderism. No lie. She says, direct quote, Mommy. Why is that man dressed like a lady? Hello. That's what she said. Four years old. Four years old. She, she can figure it out. But That's know, right. I never thought it would get any worse than Caitlyn Jenner, but awarding the University of Missouri football team for a strike that never happened over something that never occurred, it doesn't get any worse than that. And that is why I despise ESPN. And thank goodness they're losing subscribers in huge, huge numbers.
1: Good. Keep uh, doing it.
0: Leah, uh, as always, thanks so much for your time.
1: You're uh, welcome. I, I had a great hope, time. Hopefully
0: I'll be back next week for my preliminary hearing. Oh! <laughs> we'll talk, oh. About, we'll oh talk about that Till next week. So long, everybody. <laughs>